1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
0: mobilecom uh, Welcome back. In this hour, Al, we mm-hmm. will be naming some pigeons. There were a lot of pigeons in the game last night, especially oh. the second half, oh. and also in uh, in this hour we're going to, we'll feature for you the terrific performance by Jalen Hurts. He was unbelievable. In a losing uh, uh, effort, but he was just spectacular. He
2: was unbelievable.
0: And it is just so unfair how that all played out. But we turn now to true expert, who, by the way, was brilliant in the post-game show on NBC Sports Philadelphia as yep. well, a good friend, Ray Didiger. Hi, Ray. Hi, Ange. So, Ray, you came back for this? right you you were so close (laughs) you know
1: how many you know how many times i thought that
0: (laughs) i know i'm going my god and then so I, i look you also have done a phenomenal job with the eagles encyclopedia is it safe to say one day after that loss it is one of the five worst in the history of the philadelphia eagles oh yeah yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't. I don't. I don't even have to think long or hard about that. It <laughs> is right. because I mean, uh, you, you, I mean, you think of the extremes here. I mean, if they had, if they had won last night, and they should have won. Okay, they should have won. Um, we would be sitting here today saying this was the greatest season and the greatest team in Eagles' history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you would have. I mean, you, they, they won the most games. They scored the most points. They scored the most touchdowns. Uh, I mean, it, this team accomplished things this year that no other team in the history of the franchise had done, and then they capped it off by winning the championship. And would be sitting here today saying this was the greatest Eagles season ever. But we can't say that now. I mean, you can't say that now. Now it just goes down into the other category, which is one of the greatest disappointments.
0: Yeah. So I, we, you know, here at WIP, especially this show, Ray, we are not happy till we have placed the blame. And mm-hmm. the number one person receiving the blame today is defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannett. Do you agree that he deserves the most blame?
1: A lot of it. A lot of it, and it's, you know, it, for a season that was as successful as it was on so many levels, um, I mean, it, it was, he was, he, he was criticized a lot, it, I mean, he was criticized more than anybody, in a year when it was hard to find people to criticize, <laughs> people were able to criticize Jonathan Gannon, uh, and last night, for sure, uh, I mean, I defended him a lot during the year, I didn't necessarily love his defensive philosophy, um, I thought he was conservative to the extreme, and I worry that somewhere down the line against a really good quarterback it was going it was going to cost them um, but last night, for sure, I mean in the second half of that game, I mean the chiefs came out, and you know nobody 's going to want to hear this but uh... Andy Reid and his coaching staff did a masterful job. They I did. Mean, they really did. They did. They really, really did. I mean, they came out in the second half and uh, they ran the ball for 119 yards in the second half, uh, and Mahomes barely touched. And uh, he completes 13 out of 14 passes. I mean, they just cut you to pieces. And when that happens, it's the same players that had 70 sacks this year, it was the same players that you know, were the number one pass defense in the league. But guess what? That wasn't working. So when it's not working, you've got to come up with something else. Uh, and he just didn't have a counterpunch. Right. And, you know, once once Mahomes, once Mahomes settled in the pocket and, and, under, and understood what the defense was and was able to get back on the field because in the first half he was barely on the field, but once he got on the field in the second half and got into a rhythm, then as a defense you have to adjust to what he's doing successfully, and they never did.
0: Right. Here's where it's a struggle. They were not good at stopping the run at the second half. But whenever Mahomes threw the ball, there was a wide open receiver, including two touchdowns when no one covered the receiver. How do you account for that? I mean, that's that's yeah. a coaching malpractice, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, I suspect that some
1: of it had to be uh, breakdowns on the part of the personnel too. But I, I don't I don't understand uh, a lot of that. I mean, I don't understand it. Uh, typically. I, I've tried to. I thought about it a lot. and I want to go back and look at the film, and maybe I'll get a better idea. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs. One of the things the Chiefs did really well this year is, boy, they were good inside the red zone. They got inside the twenty. They they weren't kicking field goals. They were scoring touchdowns. They scored, they scored fifty touchdowns in the red zone this year, uh, which is the most in the league. Uh, and the, the the largest reason they did that was because of Kelsey. Um, Kelsey uh, led the league in. In red zone targets, he led the league in red zone catches. He led the league in red zone touchdowns. So I'm sure the Eagle strategy going into those situations was every time the Chiefs had the ball inside the 20, that the coverage was primarily was was bracketing on Kelsey. Everybody was worried about Kelsey, uh, and he did get one. But in the second half, the two wide open guys, uh, Moore and Tony, wide open on the edges. Uh, I thought that it was it was a function of the of the defense, like keying on Kelsey. The, and, and kind of ignoring everybody else, which costs them. But that it just can't happen. It, it just can't happen down there. I mean, when you're playing in that kind of a situation, that near your own goal line, you don't really play zone. I mean, you play man defense. Uh, and in that case, I mean, everybody on defense, you should be saying, I got this guy, you got this guy. Everybody should be aware. There should be an accounting before the snap of who, Some nobody should be open. I mean, everybody should be covered. The fact that not once but twice – you had guys that wide open for walk in touchdowns. Is you know it's a breakdown. It's a it's a total defensive breakdown at a time when you can't afford it.
0: Absolutely. Now, uh, interesting. We just handed me a tweet. Uh, Mike Sielski sent out. Apparently, Jeff Lurie was not thrilled with the Bradbury hold call either, since he said to Mike, "I thought we deserved to have a chance to win the game in the final couple of minutes." We had Russ Tucker on a few minutes ago, right? And he said, if the ref is not going to throw a flag on the contact Bradbury had early in the game, then he can't throw it late in the game because he's already indicated to Bradbury what he thinks is allowable. How did that happen that he didn't call the first one and they did call the second one?
1: Uh, good question. I mean, what, what Ross says there is basically what I was thinking, um, you, you, in that big a game and in that big a moment, I don't think you throw that flag. I don't. Um, was it a penalty by the rule book? Yeah. I mean, even Bradbury admitted that. Bradbury said, "Yeah, I grabbed his jersey, and technically, yeah, that should get a penalty." But I don't know. I think you have to use good. I think you have to use common sense or judgment or something in that situation. And to me, a call like that, you only call it. If it truly impedes the receiver, if it, truly impe- if it truly keeps the receiver from getting into his route and having a chance at the ball, if that happens, you spin the guy around, you throw him on the ground, you, you grab him, you wrap him up. with. Him. If, if he can't get into his route, then then that's, what the, that, that's when you throw the flag. But that wasn't the case here. Did Bradbury grab him? Yeah, he grabbed him. But the guy, the guy spun off and was able to complete his route. And to me, in a situation like that, if you're the ref, you see it. But you also see the result. No, he didn't really keep him from from running the pattern. So I'm not going to throw it. Certainly not in this situation, <laughs> it, not in this situation in the Super Bowl. Uh, so yes, yes, it, it, but you could say it was a penalty. Um, even Bradbury admitted that. But in that situation, it's not one that you call. No,
0: absolutely. I, but
1: but, but, have, but having said that, you know, I I disagree with the people that say, well, that cost us the game. No, no. that didn't cost you the game. I mean. Before that ever happened, the Kansas City Chiefs had had three touchdown drives against your defense. They had three second-half possessions where they went touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Yep. That's where you lost the game. You didn't lose it on the penalty.
0: Very true. Final thing, Ray. True or false? The best thing about the 2022 NFL season for the Eagles is that they really this time have found their franchise quarterback.
1: I would, I would agree with that. And that's not a bad place to start when you're trying to pick up the pieces and look ahead to next year. Um, I, I definitely think you found the guy. you know. And, and I know, boy, it was a bitter pill last night uh, because, I mean, he did everything he could and more to win that game for you. And I'm sure he's living with that turnover, you know, the scoop and score that gave the Chiefs a touchdown. Um, and there's probably a part of him that says, you know, I, I contributed to losing that game. No, what you contributed to was giving your team every chance to win the game. Uh, and the way he, I mean, three rushing touchdowns, the uh, passes for a touchdown. Uh, and that after the Chiefs come back and they take the lead, and after the long punt return, which, God, how many times this year did we say special teams are going to kill these guys sometime? It the special teams are going to, they're going to cost them a big game somewhere. Well, guess what? They did last night. But after all of that happens... After all that happens, and your and your team is reeling, um, you know he comes on the field and drives your team 75 yards to the touchdown that to get you back there, completes three passes, runs for a first down, runs for a touchdown, and then fights his butt off to get into the end zone for the two point conversion to tie the game. Um, I mean that was that's one of the great performances in, that I've seen by an Eagles quarterback over the years, uh, and when you think about the fact that he's just 24 and the way he's improving year to year, yeah. I mean, the future is very bright with him. But you know, I think the one thing, and this is, I don't want to, I don't want to be Mr. Downer here. But you know, there's a lot of conversation, and there was on the postgame show about the young nucleus on this team and bright future, and they'll be back. I think they'll be back next year. Well, everybody's every Super Bowl loser says that. Everybody, you know, hey, listen, we got here this year. We'll be back next year. History would tell you that isn't true. I mean, you've had 56 Super Bowl losers. 57 now. Only eight of them got back to the Super Bowl the next year. It's hard to do. They, this team can do it, and I don't think the NFC is that loaded with great teams. There are a lot of teams out there better. Right now, I'd probably make the Eagles the favorite. But, boy, it's hard to get there. It's hard to get there again. Uh, and But on the other side of it, I think they certainly have a championship quarterback, and that gives you a big leg up on doing it.
0: Ray, I don't know if you're happy you came back, but we are you did awesome <laughs> as always, right. Thank you, my friend. Always a pleasure, Andy. We really need new
1: phones.
2: T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month.
1: New iPhone 15s?
0: You over here? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.